Arab American Cafe podcast aims to surface a unique perspective. The Arab American perspective. Perspective that should be heard. And it is worth learning about. Join Muhannad and Hassan at this cafe, talking about stuff, debating, and discussing relevant issues while sipping coffee. Um, so today, I was uh, listening uh, to a segment on the news, and there was a new poll that says... Trump is making headways in Texas and in Arizona. In one of those, the uh, Texas, he was actually a little bit ahead of Biden. And in Arizona, it was neck to neck. Now, both of them within the margin of error. And this is the first time, apparently, uh, in, no, in, in, in those states so far, Trump in no sabaula la Biden. Which is, I mean, he was expected to be ahead of him to start with in those states, but for whatever reason, he was behind, and now he's catching up. And the way I see it, he is making some headways. You know, Hadi Kilion, I was in, in a, in a, in a, the other side of the city, and um, surprisingly, I mean, Trump flags or whatever, as if, yani, you know. He's going to win. Will he win? I don't know. What do you guys think? Ajbiti haye, other side of the city, as if yani, <laughs> we, we don't know where. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Yani, what you wish for or what the logic tells you are something that are two different things. And um, it certainly adds to how this country has been divided over the past four years, especially in the decision. I think we are going to see a lot of divisions. And that probably even is, is going to be more evident in how it relates to us as Arab Americans in, in our community, what what they make out of it, and when and then what fin on which side? You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the fact, honestly, that this election looks like it's going to be as close as it's going to be is a testament to just how polarized everything is. Because if you just look at kind of the material realities surrounding what's leading up to this election, I mean, you've got a global pandemic, the economy is in the tank. Any other president would have had no shot at getting reelected under these conditions if the populace wasn't as polarized as it is. The fact of the matter is you've got red America, you've got blue America, and red America's sticking by their guy. Red America certainly sticking by their guy. You know, yesterday I was talking to somebody I know, you know, somebody who really definitely belongs to red America, and he was telling me how Trump is going to win on the economy. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, economy, stock market. And it's like, the disinformation to the point where facts are no longer relevant. You fabricate fact and uh, whatever you fabricate. And, 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 and guess what? He was telling me, you know, if it wasn't for the uh, talk show about the right wing, we won't know the facts. We won't know what's going on. And thank God for for Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin. If it wasn't for them, Mahanar So the pol- that speaks to the polarization that you just mentioned. Uh, I mean, you know, listen, 
uh, we are going to be affected as Arab American uh, both ways. And I mean, I can think of so many reasons why we should vote one way or another. And I cannot know what Lies is going to want us to do. <laughs> right? Well, which way should we be voting, Lies? You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Well, I want to hear just... it from you. Okay, well, I'll say this, just to preface. Right. The Democratic primary, there were something like 25 candidates. I think, just going back and thinking about it, Biden was probably my second least favorite. So this, this was not the horse that I was picking coming out of the gate. My thinking of it is this. Voting is not a matter of personal expression. It's just a strategic thing. You're trying to facilitate the best outcome possible. So the fact of the matter is most states aren't in play. They're going to go either Democrat or Republican. If you're in one of those states, honestly, I would probably suggest voting third party, maybe for the Greens and, you know, trying to grow them as an electoral force. But if you're in a swing state, my suggestion is definitely just, you know, kind of bite the bullet and vote Biden. He's not great, but he's better than the alternative. And when you're dealing with the scale as large as the United States federal government, even those nuanced what you might think of as little differences really do matter. And they affect the lives of millions, if not tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions on a global scale with things like foreign policy and immigration as well. It's funny, Elias, you mentioned uh, the third party uh, to, to replay the Ralph Nader card. I remember when you met Ralph Nader and you were just a little boy and you were so supportive of him and had all the ones. Um, But but you bring a very good uh, point, Khususan, uh, if, if we think of ourselves as Arab Americans, which we probably are not considered the voting bloc yet. And I know that many of uh, the candidates don't look at us as, as uh, such. So, so as, as a, the, the Arab Americans, I think what we're suffering from is twofold. One... There is the uh, fact that not all Arab Americans, depending on whether you're a newly immigrant or a newly citizen or you're born in this country or you're a second generation or first generation, whatever, um, the, the understanding of civic engagement and, and voting as civic duty or sometimes you might hear from someone, no, my vote is not going to matter. So, so there is that mentality. And then within the arab american community there are the divisions that are similar to any other uh, community so um, you have your republicans you have your democrats you have your undecided although historically probably it is safe to say and no uh, most of the arab americans lean more democratic but what is interesting is to see that the republican arab americans after the last election and after four years of everything that this administration has done towards Arab Americans and the countries they come from, I was looking at a survey that was done, still 77% of Arab Americans that are identified as Republicans say that they still support Donald Trump and they're going to vote for him. Mm -hmm. And if you look at all the policies from whatever happened in, in, in the Arab world, from uh, as well as the Muslim ban and all that, 
No, I mean, a lot, a lot of people are single-issue voters, you know, Mohanad. I mean, you know, a lot of people think that uh, if their candidate is going to take care of that one issue that they care the most about, everything else is forgiven. So, uh, so high up on the radar screen in terms of a lot of Arab American is tax, taxation, okay? A lot of them are business people and stuff like that. So that's something that usually is a Republican uh, thing, you know. تجي على الابورشن عندك الريليجيس بيبول بيقول لك ابورشن نحن ضد الابورشن والديموكرات ار برو ابورشن بلا 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 بعدين بيجيك اكشولي يو نو ال فاكت ذات ماني بيبول جست لايك ايفريبادي ايلس يو نو اي مين بيقولوا لك او سوشياليزم وما بعرف شو هالبروباغندا اللي عم نسمعها اباوت ذا ديموكرات ات سكيرز سم بيبول هلا بتقلي والله انه فلسطين والقضيه الفلسطينيه سفاره at this, at this point in time you know most people are you know feeling you know the same both both parties are hopeless you know no one is good enough for us in terms of palestine so it doesn't matter anyway i don't know i mean i mean yeah في هيك عالم يعني they don't really look at the big picture a lot of people don't single issue You know, so I don't know. You need to do yeah. something to get the people to understand that it is beyond that one single issue. Because at the end of the day, the country is going in a direction that may be, you know, irreversible. The damage on Basir, the whole country, and we're all going to be affected by that. You know, mm-hmm. Arab American, other minority, everybody. في عندك في عندك بيجتري في عندك يو نو ريسيزم في عندك ديسكريمينيشن اند باي ذا سيم توكن يو نو ذا 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 السوشيال فابريك اوف ذس كونتري وير وي ار ريزينغ اور كيدز رايت از غونا بي امباكتد باي ذس تشويس اي ريست ماي كيس اي ثينك يو تاتشد اون سم ريزونز واي يو نو سيرتن Arab immigrants might be inclined to vote Republican. Honestly, I have kind of a controversial opinion on this. I, I think that you bring up some good points. I also think another element of it, frankly, is sort of like a cultural illiteracy. And I'll explain what I mean by that. So basically, a lot of these immigrants, they get educated in their home country. They're able to come immigrate to America. They get good jobs and they start making a lot of money. And I frankly think that part of the reason they end up voting Republican is they come here thinking that that's what rich people do. That the Republicans are the party of the rich. I want to identify with that. I mean, you got to realize a lot of these people come from pretty humble backgrounds, right? They come here, they start making money. Part of, you know, feeling like you're upwardly mobile is being able to identify with, oh, they're the party of the rich. I'm going to vote for them and identify with that. I think that's a part of the puzzle, frankly. Whiteness also, you know, you want to become as white as possible, right? Yeah. That's another piece. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, laughing, it's funny, but I don't disagree. I think that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of immigrants, including Arab, have this uh, complex of the white man, the white man yeah. syndrome, right? Yeah, so they want to be, they, they want to assimilate, and that makes them assimilate faster. Uh, or yeah. they, th- they think it does. They think it does. Unfortunately, no, it does not. It really doesn't. بس يا اي مين يو نو اونستلي صراحه يعني انا كنت عم فكر هلا بيفور وي ستارت توكينج انه 
how how soon نحن هالجروب هاي how soon we will actually show our colors it didn't take too long 10 minutes of politics and bayan bayan who we are <laughs> but at the end of the day you know seriously now you know in my mind um, uh, the alternative which is the alternative who who are currently biden it's not that attractive an option I was listening to a podcast the other day, and the guy, the host, was saying, uh, at this point in time, if a piece of crap is running against Trump, I'm going to vote for that piece of crap. So basically, Biden, in my mind now, is running as the non-Trump piece of crap, and everybody should vote for him, <laughs> which is unfortunate, which is really unfortunate. The non-Trump vote, that's it. Yeah, no, it's definitely unfortunate. I don't think it's actually a bad argument. I think that's a decent case for Biden. But if you're thinking strategically about what's going to work, I mean, there are more Democrats in the country than Republicans. That's something that doesn't get said nearly enough. So the fact of the matter is, for Republicans to win elections, turnout has to stay pretty low. If Democrats jack turnout up, it's basically guaranteed victory in a national election, barring, you know, any sort of statistical anomaly, maybe similar to what we saw in 2016, where Hillary lost by about 75,000 votes across three states. But yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. So what I'm thinking is, if Joe Biden's just the anti-Trump, I don't think that message is a recipe for getting turnout to where it needs to be for the Democrats, not only to win, but to win big. I think the messaging is a real problem. They need to have more of a positive message, not just what are you against and what are you not, but who are you and what are you for? I think Trump is not gaining a new vote. Hmm? He's basically the people who voted for him back then in 2016 are going to vote for him in 2020. He's trying to, you know, clinch on those. Yani, no, خلاص. ما بدي حدا to, yeah, to leak out the Democrat. Now, on the other hand, the, the Biden is is not really necessarily helping himself, going out there and saying some. You know, not so popular things. يعني إذا بدك تأخذ vote أنت من Republican, ما بتجي بتقول إنه والله everybody should wear a mask. I'm gonna mandate that everybody does that or whatever. It's the right thing to do, actually. Don't I mean I don't disagree with the concept. But if you want to take from the the Trump vote, you need to uh, message differently. لأنه without taking some of that Trump vote or the the non-voting block, which is still dissatisfied. And he cannot dissatisfied the Bill Hillary choice back then. They are still dissatisfied. The young uh, activists, the young, uh, you know, um, um, left-leaning voters, uh, they're not really that happy with, with the Biden choice. And they're just going to go vote because of, you know, a piece of crap running against Trump. So I don't know which is scarier and uh, <laughs> Hada talking about preventive pure public health measure is a decisive and divisive thing between voters such as wearing a mask but joking aside I think both candidates or both parties can take uh, some real lessons in the Shili Amlo Bernie Sanders uh, in 2016 uh, I, and especially when it comes to again bring it to us as Arab Americans 
Bernie uh, literally interacted with the community. He reached out to activists. He even ran ads in Arabic. He uh, courted many of, of the um, uh, community members. He got the support of those that are figures in the community. And that translated into a lot of support where Arab Americans were more leaning towards Bernie versus Hillary. Of course, uh, when it came then to, to the decision and, and when Bernie dropped out, I think we reverted to what you just mentioned in terms of voting to the lesser evil and, and choosing the other guy that is not Trump. Yeah. Is it hopeless, Elias? It's not hopeless. I don't know. I mean, if, if, if we ended up with another term of President Trump, how, how bad would it get? That's really my question. I mean, the only right answer is that there's really no telling. But it would certainly embolden not just the administration, but the base. And if they get another seat on the Supreme Court, it could skew policy in a conservative direction for a decade. I think that the ramifications of another Trump term would be disastrous. And yeah, I mean, yeah, Biden just, you know, he's in there to prevent that from happening. That's the way I see it, right? He's in there to prevent that from happening. And for me, and I think for a lot of other people, that alone is enough of justification to go out and vote for him. If you're going to vote in person or mail in about whatever it is, but to vote for the Democrat. But then the argument is it's just another four years. A lot of, of things can happen in four yeah. years, man. Yeah. But, but I, I, in fact, to, to reverse the question that you just asked, and uh, it's not picking up on uh, picking on on Lias because he's the youngest amongst the two of us. But also, Lias brings the perspective of the youth and those that are here. Um, how can you guys lead the change, especially as both Arabs and Americans, and and you know the the importance of of leading the change and being engaged? It's a great question. You know, I think one thing that young people do really well, I don't think that they're apathetic, which is a reputation that they've built over the years, but I think it's kind of a false notion. And we see that because young people tend to be very involved in protest movements. The Black Lives Matter movement has had obviously a huge youth influence on it. The climate movement with everything from the Sunrise Movement to Greta Thunberg, I mean, these are young people leading the charge. I don't think it's fair to say that they don't care. I just think that they kind of miss that second part. And yeah, while direct action is important and it's necessary to get a lot done, voting is where I feel like we're still lagging behind. I mean, part of the reason that Bernie kind of didn't do as well as a lot of people would have thought in the Democratic primaries because young voters just didn't show up like they were expected to. I think it's not only a grassroots thing, but young people also have to show up at the polls and make sure that we're getting good, strong progressives in government. They've done that in certain races, but I think we can go a lot further. Amen to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay.